Welcome to Living Visibly Over 50. I'm Linda Walden, personal stylist and founder of the Style Club for Women, a place where women over 50 learn the art of being their most confident, attractive, and interesting selves. And I am Lisa, owner and founder of Simple Beauty Minerals, clean, effective, natural beauty, a smaller, more personal beauty brand. And each week we will chat about how to use your beauty and your style to show up, be visible in your second act, because the party isn't over yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. And today we're going to talk about our stories. We're going to get a little bit, we're going to go back and back and talk about how we came to be more visible Um, by starting up our businesses. And maybe that's not how you'll do it, but we're going to tell our stories today. So Linda, you want to get started? All right, I will start. I'll go first. Um, Well, you know, when I think about my story, I want to say that my entire life has been a series of coincidences and intuitions that I pay attention to. And These have led me to uh, both of my careers, the love of my life, everything is um, really a matter of paying attention to what's right in front of me and um, really trusting my gut. So I'm going to go way back. Uh, I was brought up in Michigan. I'm a Midwestern girl. Unlike you, Lisa. Unlike me, I'm a California girl. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But I grew up in the suburbs of Detroit, Motown, Verner's, Ginger Ale, Cranbrook Institute, lots of lakes. Um, And I ended up in California uh, for like 40 years. I lived there as an adult. So I'm sure, you know, part of it was I went to University of Michigan and studied anthropology. And the reason I'm saying that is um, that I studied a lot of the Mesoamerican uh, ruins in Mexico. So as soon as I graduated from college, uh, I grabbed a girlfriend and we went to Mexico for three months. And I literally, you know, we spent, I think, $300 total. Can, can we do that now? <laughs> I know, $300, as I recall, wow. for three months. Oh, my god! Of course, gosh. you know, we didn't stay in fancy hotels. But we met these three guys who were from Los Gatos, California, which is in your neck of the woods, Lisa. Yeah. It's Northern California. About and they said... Minutes. Yeah. And they said, hey, on your way home, because we were going to go back home to Michigan after we were finished uh, in Mexico, they said, come and stop by and say hello. So we did that. And I'm telling you, I drove into Santa Cruz and looked at and Los Gatos and I saw the mountains and the redwoods. And I said, I turned to my friend Nancy and I said, I'm staying. Oh, I don't want to go back to flat Michigan. I want to be here. Wow. And, you know, that's the kind of story. And basically, my point was that led me to the computer industry, which was just starting up in the 70s in that um, in the Bay Area. But it reminded me of a movie. Have you seen this movie, Lisa, Sliding Doors? I love that movie. (gasps) With Gwyneth Paltrow. I got to see that movie again. You have got to, everybody got to watch that movie. It's so good. Yeah. 
So sliding doors, when I saw it, I went, oh my God, this is my life. It's like you make one split decision and it changes your path. It's not the wrong path. It just changes your path because the movie theme was basically you end up where you're supposed to be no matter what path you take. So basically, I spent 25 years in the computer industry as a director of training. I developed training programs. I did stand-up training. I got to travel the world. And it was fantastic. But then I turned 50. Uh-huh. And <laughs> sound effects are great. <laughs> right? It's a really, really young industry. It still is. Uh, and I, all of a sudden, uh, my bosses were 10 years younger than me. You know, I became very aware of my age and my appearance. And I started to feel invisible. And I really, you know, I feel like um, it was a signal to me that there was something that I needed to change in my life. And what was interesting was when I was uh, in my early 50s, uh, my company decided to move to Boston and they offered me a layoff package to stay in California and I took it. And that freed me up for the very first time to consider what I wanted to do in my second act. So here I am, this kind of corporate computer industry director, um, high tech, very geeky. And I thought about, I really want to explore the right side of my brain, not the left side, which I had fully developed. My <laughs> right side, more artistic, because I had just met the man of my dreams, got married. He was an art, he is an artist. So I started taking classes and lo and behold, there was this woman in one of my classes, art marketing class, who every time I saw her, she looked so fabulous. And I was clueless about what to wear, what colors to wear, things like that. I really did feel invisible. And she told me about a style workshop that she had attended. And ultimately, I attended it. The light bulb went on, Lisa. I mean, I, all of a sudden, my life changed. I started getting more attention. People walked up to me to give me compliments, strangers. And I thought, oh, my God, there's something here. And I want to learn more about it. And so I did. I went to fashion design school. I studied programs. I became a personal stylist. And Linda, Linda you yeah. were still in California, right? You That's were still right. In California. And this was in your 50s? Yeah, I was in okay. my 50s. Yep. Okay. And actually, and now I'm in my 60s. So it was over 10 years ago that this happened to me. And I, I feel like because I'm a teacher, I was a trainer, I'm a teacher naturally, whatever I learned for myself, I want to teach to other people. So that's why I started the Style Club for Women. Um, I really want to create this community of women over 50 who are all interested in remaining, staying visible, feeling confident about the way they look. And I think all that has a ripple effect because then those women are going to be more active and more relevant and more productive and on and on it goes. So there's this creation of abundance and forward movement in my life. And I keep following my intuition, 
which is to, you know, be even be more visible with what I do and what I talk about, because I think you and I are examples I of agree. relevant <laughs> women. I'd like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my story. It's, you know, it's about following your intuition. Trust your gut, ladies, because really, you just never know what's around that corner and what's through the next sliding door. Right. And it's usually something that you, like you, we talked about last week, that you enjoyed when you were a child, right? That it, yeah. it's, that's still who we are. Yeah. Well, you know, like you, I was a young woman, um, although I was already living in California, so I already was <laughs> in the place <laughs> that I loved and still do. Um, and I live very close to the Santa Cruz Mountains and yeah, all the many of those places you mentioned. Um, when I was 18, I marched right down to Macy's. We were just talking about this in the Style Club on Facebook. Uh, I marched right down to Macy's and I applied for a job in the cosmetics department. And what I really wanted, I had my eye on the Clinique counter because that's the brand I started using when I was 13 because I had acne and it was a really different, very streamlined brand at the time. I, I was very attached to it. And um, there happened to be an opening and they hired me like that. I, wow. I mean, it was like, they knew it was meant to be. I knew it was meant to be. Huh. Well, the moment I walked behind that counter, I was mesmerized. And I knew that that's where I wanted to be. I wanted to own my own beauty brand someday. So that one thing led to another out of college. Um, and, and in the meantime, well, actually during college, I worked for a lot of Estee Lauder companies, which Clinique was or, and is one. Um, Estee Lauder itself, prescriptives, uh, quite a few companies doing different, different things for each company, makeup artists, or I would travel to the stores and help them build their accounts. Um, and that ultimately after college led to uh, working with Aveda. And this was when um, Aveda was owned by Horst Reckelbacher, the original owner. It is now owned by Estee Lauder, <laughs> a funny thing. But at the time it was an independent company and it was sold in salons and I was a sales rep. And that sort of brought everything to me that I was interested in and really wanted to learn more about. And that was wellness and natural products and the health around what you put on your skin. And Horst was a real, um, he was inspiring. He has since passed on, but he, he would teach us about how to live well and how to be healthy and how to um, choose well in order to have a good, healthy life. And I learned so much from him and from his company. And after that, was when I sort of went into a hiatus in, in the beauty industry because I had my family and I was an at-home mom. I was actually a homeschooling parent. So all of my love for the beauty industry, I kind of, I put it on the back burner and I almost forgot about it. I mean, I, I would, for years, I would go to Whole Foods and buy like one product and I would use it for my lips and I would use it for my cheeks and it was always all natural. And I was always very careful about what I purchased. And I hardly ever did my nails. And I think I forego mascara. I, mean, <laughs> I, was, I wasn't a hippie, but my kids do call me. They say we were hippie parents. But the area, and <laughs> I don't consider ourselves hippies, but I kind of get what they were talking about. <laughs> I baked bread and we didn't watch TV, you know, so 
my the, the whole industry and the whole beauty thing sort of it got forgotten. And I, I spoke about this uh, last week um, when we talked about our my the dance that brought me back to beauty. I, I started dancing as my kids got a little older. I started belly dancing, and I'll just touch on this really quickly. It brought me back to how much I loved makeup because I was putting makeup on for performances and oh my gosh, the bells started ringing again, (laughs) not just the the bells from dancing, but the inner bells. And um, little by little, I started getting interested again. The kids were growing up and one day, much like what you were talking about intuition and following your path, I, I was noticing that I was, had a little bit more time and I was feeling like I need something specifically for me, although I'm still, still really in the trenches with my young family. Um, They were eight and 12 at the time. Um, And I saw an opportunity to sell a makeup brand at home on my own. And it was like, again, the bells, right? Okay. Oh my gosh, I can do this and I can still homeschool my kids and it could just be something small that I do. And to make a long story short, it was a natural brand, of course. Um, I ended up buying that company and folding oh. it into what is now Simple Beauty Minerals. But that was a course over maybe five years. Um, and the other thing that happened to me is that I was a firm believer in only natural products. Uh, olive oil for moisturizer and coconut oil to take off your makeup. And that is all I believed in. I was also, I did not believe in a lot of the marketing hypes that you, that you saw then. And and we're talking 15 years ago, 10 years ago. Uh, I didn't believe it. I thought if if one of those creams really worked, um, everybody would know about it and it would be a fact. I mean, there would be no need to market. I mean, I just really was a naysayer. So I believed in, I believed in healthy makeup and I believed in just using lost my earphone sorry just using the naturalist products and then (laughs) I started aging (laughs) and turned around (laughs) you know late 40s 50s and I thought to myself huh maybe I need to look into this more (laughs) now I was selling makeup and a very um I, I was, I still offered olive oil cream, which I offer now some very, very solid, very natural products. And I thought I better pay attention to what is really out there in the studies. What is really being proven to have worked? Uh, because I knew a lot about beauty, skincare, makeup, but I know so much more now because I dug into the studies and I started testing things and, <laughs> and lo and behold, we need things more than olive oil and coconut oil <laughs> for our skin as we mature. And there, there are studies that have proven these things. So I, and I'm not going to yeah. go into that right now, but it was a real yeah. eye-opener and, and turning point for me that there was so much more that I could offer. So that really was a big turning point. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I missed that was basically the the ramp well, up. <laughs> and also and... what happened with you and me, which neither one of us touched on, was the fact we that we really wanted to reach women all over the world. 
And that's yeah, kind of you and much. I met when we were both figuring out how to take our businesses virtually. And when you look at style consulting and makeup and skincare consulting, both of those are traditionally, you know, you went into Macy's and you walked up to the counter and you interfaced with a wonderful salesperson like you. And for style consulting, <laughs> oh my gosh, I go into women's closets, you know, and help them purge clothes. So the fact that you and I had to really kind of invent a way of doing our business and what? teaching what we teach women virtually was also another and journey reach. for us. Very much so. It's the it was the journey within yeah. the journey. Maybe that's a story for yeah. another podcast. Taking your business yeah, virtually is, you know, and who knew with COVID nineteen pandemic that, you know, all everyone, everyone is doing that now. Virtual. We were ahead of right, our time. Right. Lisa, again. Right. I know. <laughs> Which is good. Well, you know, I, I normally like to, like we did last week, end by asking, what did we have a style inspiration this yeah. week? Um, and I have to tell you, I didn't watch a lot of shows this week or movies. I was reading mm -hmm. a lot. So I don't have a style. I couldn't, I don't have one for this week, but do well, you have one, Linda? I do. And it's because I was behind also on my shows. And I finally watched Making the Cut with Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn. Okay. I haven't seen that. Then I'm not okay. going to spoil alert it like I was going to because okay. <laughs> you don't want to know who wins. Because part of that show, it's like Project Runway is really watching, you know, okay. these wonderful, this particular show, these designers, there were 12 of them are international and they're already successful. So they, you know, they don't have meltdowns <laughs> like Project Runway, you know, which that's part of the fun. <laughs> but these people were more professional and I loved what I loved about it, again, was the intense drive that each one of those designers possessed and they were really focused on their work and, you know, focused on the prize of a million dollars to really, you know, infuse into their business. Think of what you and I could do with a million dollars, <laughs> but it was, I really highly so recommend it. It's kind of, um, it's not Project Runway. So if anybody, you know, I don't want anyone to be disappointed, but I really, really loved, it's a higher level Project Runway. Okay. So inspiration for um, working towards something really. you really want. Keep your eye on the prize. To, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Good. Well, thanks so much for being with us. Hey, listen, make sure that you follow us on our Facebook pages. Uh, Simple Beauty Minerals and Style Your Linda. Way to Success Over 50. And our websites, simplebeautyminerals.com and lindawalden.com. <laughs> Linda's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, be visible. Time. Or we'll listen, we'll hear you. <laughs> be visible. Take care. Bye.